You're listening to Courting in Color with your hosts, Shatrice and Louise. Hello and welcome back, Courting Cuties, to another episode of Courting in Color. I'm Shatrice. Hey, y'all. I'm Louise. And, you know, I am feeling really good at this moment recording this podcast. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that, Louise. Feel free to share with the cuties what you've been up to or why you're feeling so good right now. <laughs> um, it's the holiday season. Um, what have I been up to? Okay, so I'm off of work this week and it has been, mostly yesterday has been um, getting errands. People were a lot at Target. There was a lot of people. I almost ran over someone at Target with how fast I was walking through Target. <laughs> And they're being oh, you mean people. like in the store, not like outside yeah. of your car? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like walking, walking through the store. Okay. So since last time we've chatted, I think I shared about this mm-hmm. last week, but I am off of the work this week. So I have really used it to catch up on errands. And mm-hmm. oh my God, having a house, I've talked about this before too. It has been, or sorry, having a house is really a lot. And you have a lot of things to like do and chores. All the time. Everything. So that has mm-hmm. been something else. Um, and then the other part of my week off from work that I have delved into actually relates to the shout out for the culture. So I'll wait for that. Uh, but okay. what have you been up to? Oh, Chile. Okay. So since we last recorded, oh my gosh, so much my whirlwind week. So I've also been off this week, but then last week was my last week in work. And also a lot of people were leaving the area. So it was like, holiday parties, birthday parties, all the like gatherings and things. But it was it was like genuinely so much fun, so fucking stressful. I had to push back my Christmas. Um, I loved getting those to- emails. That was so fun. I was like, this is so Chatrice. And I remember from last week's episode, or I remember that you really didn't know, every, not that you didn't know everyone who was invited, but you knew some people very, very less. And so yes, those people yes. that got your emails, I was like, what a wonderful introduction to, what, to what a But you laid out expectations in your, in some email update, you were like, or maybe it was an invite, you were like, please know that seven for seven, it says seven on the invite, but really it means 7.30. So you right, like do out, not show up before then. That people should yes. have you. Yeah. Thank you. And so, yes, for my cookies and cocktails, the cuties, y'all would be proud of me. I actually made every dessert that was like in here. So we had peanut butter. Yes, we had peanut butter snickerdoodle, my chocolate sour cream cake. We had bourbon molasses cookies. We had, I think there was one more something now mind you uh the snickerdoodle was not from scratch and you know okay. peanut butter but oh my carmelitas and so carmelitas snickerdoodle peanut butter cake, and and whatever else i just the ginger the the bourbon molasses so i had mm-hmm. five desserts that i made and i was really trying to make six there was still the orange spritz cookies and i'm still not really sure what they are but i bought an <laughs> orange i bought an and orange for that it. fucking <laughs> right but literally i was looking at the clock i realized that at like 6 30 when shit was still in the oven i was <laughs> like hmm hey friends eight o'clock <laughs> feels like a great start time i was like oh my gosh people are gonna be like uh fuck this i'm not coming but so no. wait, what time did people show up a little bit later or did they show up did they not read he, your the, emails the oh my gosh thank god because yes there were two people who were like brand brand new and i was like you like what if i'm new to something i'm gonna try to get there on time and i really did not need for them to feel that way about this gathering oh, sure, <laughs> so sure. And so the first people did show up at like 7.59 and I was literally getting out of, I was getting out of the shower and Bay had, you know, hello. And they were like, oh, I hope Shatrice is proud of us being on time. And I'm like, not really. Now, were (laughs) they of the BIPOC community? They were. They were like, Shatrice would be proud of us. I was like, I would be proud of you, I guess, if it was like a work event. When it's just like a Shatrice event, I'm like, nah, you could 
truly peruse coming at your leisure. Um, but no, it was it was good that people were like getting here because I was like, I I wouldn't, I was like, my goal is just to not push it back more than once and whatever. <laughs> but um, and so then yeah, I was getting dressed and Bay had to like because we we were like going not back and forth necessarily, but we we're like, okay, so are you staying? Are you a part of this? Are you leaving? Uh-huh. Like I I saw and- him on the invite, or did I was that a different that was a different with okay. the same name uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. yeah and so i was like you know what i tr- like literally could not have done this without you like he's like yeah, throwing shit in the rooms and hanging the guard like he had to get the porch set up and yeah so i was like i mean oh. i you are just as much a part of this so yeah so even if he wanted to leave his ass has been in charge of get greeting guests receiving <laughs> right receiving people Welcoming he's receiving people. the people and so it was a wing dang doodle i think there were about 20 people in here Mark, like at oh once wow. like i was like oh my gosh like i walked and it was i mean it was just the perfect night because it was so kind of like warm in here because yeah. obviously like body heat that like a lot of us just went out to the balcony and I was like, and like we were just like talking and it wasn't like cold freezing or anything. So it was like perfect. Cause I was like, there's, I almost blocked the door with like some decorations. Cause I was like, uh-huh. nobody's going to be on the balcony. It's December. But no, it was like one of those kind of milder nights. So we were outside, we were inside. Oh, and then I made the cranberry cocktail and the eggnog cocktail. So uh-huh. like- you know, I had I had the cookies, I had the cocktails, and it was just a good time. I think the last people left at like 12, 15. And when I, I tell you, you, yeah. And so I was like, I was like, you know, it's uh Bay was like, whew, it's late. I was like, well, I will take responsibility for that. So I kept fucking pushing the start time back. <laughs> I was like, yeah. people wanted a full evening of you know, activity. And you always kind of need that one person you do you the party do. to kind of like uh what's yes. called like waterfall cascade, start the domino yes. effect, so to speak. Start the domino effect of people dominoing their way out of my house. And truly, because I'm like this is the like when I'm entertaining, it's like you're in my house. This is your house. Like all right. are welcome, truly. And so I'm never really going to kick people out. But damn, I mean, I was like so tired. Like, <laughs> it was a good time overall. Bay was like good co-hosting and just, you know, but there was like, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of people here. And it was a lot of fun. And so great. That happened. People took home cookies. It was a time. Then the next day, um one of the girls up here her baby just turned one and so we had to have a whole you know big first birthday party and I'm like over here it was so funny because I saw her a couple weeks prior and I was like um I was like yeah like I'll come early and help you set up if you need she's like oh yeah come on and I was like okay cool but then I was (laughs) like I knew the way like my head was pounding I was like there's I was like I'm so sorry girl I'll be there I just can't get there early because like it's just a no-go so we went there it was super cute the baby did not want to do the smash cake at all she was like honey why is this frosting on my fingers like I eat with forks (laughs) like she was like she's like I'm too classy for this so the smash cake didn't get smashed but it was a cute little time and then the next day because I was like oh my gosh I didn't realize the nutcracker was in town and so we me and Bay went to go see the nutcracker and so it was a cute ass weekend but when I tell you it is what Thursday now I have had the same fucking headache since Friday and I may yeah I may have to go and it was Cause I felt fine when I went to the doctor's office that morning, yeah. but like it really has been coming and going and it's like a very, very mm-hmm. intense migraine. So if it continues today, I think after I take off this wig, I'll be fine. But if yeah. it continues today, I'm going to run to urgent care just to like double check and make sure I'm good. Cause I'm supposed to go home tomorrow. Question for the season is what, what are we celebrating this week? And of course, upcoming in the next couple of days will be Christmas but also following Christmas Kwanzaa and I was watching (laughs) I do like there was a little bit more of a belt uh you know you had to make it a little bit more ethnic but yeah so I wanted to know like what is your gift buying strategy as Mm -hmm. literally 
I purchased this for your visit. Uh-oh. It's a little, because I was like, it's a little, it's like a mini, mini fridge. But I was like, you always have your now jean and I don't want you to have to come downstairs to get it. That is so but thoughtful I- of you. <laughs> So know that when you come over, you'll have your own personal little refrigerator. I upstairs. love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is really funny. I'm truly beginning to do that. <laughs> well, and I think that's, yeah, I think that's such a, a clever thing. And so anyway, but yeah, my gift buying strategy for me is really thoughtfulness um, in the sense of like you thought through the gift and mm-hmm. either why you are getting it because of like you think I'd like it or maybe it's something that I've said before but yeah Mm -hmm. I think for me it's all about thoughtfulness one and two I for me Christmas is kind of weird because as I think I joked about in last week's podcast my family is very much like here's the card here's the money go buy with it what you will (laughs) and so I like the idea yeah I like the idea of or sorry so for me because of that like the idea of gift giving during the holidays is very much like not, uh, I don't know, it's it's just not a thing I do. And so mm-hmm. I love being able to buy people gifts year round mm-hmm. uh, in preparation mm-hmm. for like Christmas. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when cr- the Christmas season is upon us, you're kind of rushing between Thanksgiving and Christmas to buy someone a gift. But yeah. I like being able to be thoughtful enough with my gift. So I gave myself time and lead up to the holidays. The holiday. But anyway, so yes, I I do. I always joke that I come from a long line of not less than great gift givers and I'm trying my best to like be better at that. And so I, so, okay. When did, sorry, I'm going way off topic. When did you and Bay like first, did y'all exchange Christmas gifts your first Christmas or like? Yes, I think I, and I still have a video of that, which is really cute. You have a video? Yeah. Um, I think I just took the initiative because I was like, this is something I want to do for this person that I am seeing. Yeah, for yeah. Me, I, didn't, I didn't want the pressure of it. So I just wanted to do it because I wanted to as opposed to like this discussion and just what mm-hmm. have you. So mm-hmm. yes. But by that point, we had been already seeing each other for two and a half months or three. Okay. I guess almost maybe three technically. Okay. Did y'all change I, this year or no? So we're gonna, like I'm looking at, so Yes, we will. We're going to actually do a Kwanzaa. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> unintentional- small gifts? No, oh. an unintentional Kwanzaa because like we're just going to wait till we get back because he's gotcha. already left. And yeah. And so, but I got him stuff that we have talked about, though I feel like it's partial, it's in part stuff that I think he needs. And so uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm being thoughtful and. I didn't want to have to ask you exactly what you wanted because I did technically I told him I was like well here's the thing that I really do want um but it and it's from like this small like local or this small minority owned business and so it's not even here yet but I was like I do want that I but I hate knowing beforehand but like whatever it's fine so I don't know I'm like a little nervous but it'll be fine like I think he'll like it I have some other thoughts. I had this idea that he had shared and I was like, oh, that shit is expensive. So much like my mother, I kept it. <laughs> <laughs> is it within my, my limit? Daughter. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh no, this shit is like <laughs> super expensive. And I just, I don't know. I, I've never been in this situation. Like, I don't know what's appropriate, like oh, money wise. And like, as, also, you would, as you would say, it has to come from the heart. Hot. I forget. The heart. <laughs> So I think that's that's what is important. And like whether you spend whatever amount of money you feel comfortable with without the expectation, without that same expectation of that same amount to the other person. Exactly. Exactly. I know he spent at least half, but probably a little bit more Uh than I spent. Um, But yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We'll exchange them on Monday and and since it's after Christmas, maybe if I find some stuff on sale, I'll like, throw it in there shout out shout out shout out for the culture culture. so next up we have our final shout out for the culture for 2021 what a wild time okay yes hi courting cuties um so we have a couple of things for shout out for the culture so first things first congratulations to all the what's it called all the hotties who are graduating this year that sounds so weird to say (laughs) 
Um, yes, it does. But all of you who are part of Megan Thee Stallion's hotties and are graduating yes. college around this time, congratulations yes. to you. Aww. Amongst your ranks is Megan Thee Stallion herself. Um, so he, so congrats <laughs> to Megan Thee Stallion for graduating. Do we know what she got her degree in? Sorry. I think it's like public health or like health sciences, oh. or like. Yeah, something like that. And I think I read another article that she kind of wants to open some kind of like different medical resource clinics and hire like oh, that's so black dope. graduates from like public health programs. And oh things my gosh. Like, and things like that. That's but yes, awesome. yeah. But congrats to Megan for graduating from Texas yes. Southern University. So that's awesome. Um, dun, 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 <laughs> okay, so we're going to put it here. Okay, so let me put the link on because it's a video so my next shout out for the culture is this video on instagram oh yes yes (laughs) black love and oh you got it from black love i got it from black love but i think i've seen the original tiktok video before but yeah question this black social media person asks is black people what is the whitest of whitest songs that gets you hype and in the video it's a papa roach song so sh- so that was just a fun little thing that i saw um what's papa roach papa roach i think they're like a black metal or black metal rock or i'm sorry they are a not a black a like- white um metal rock rock type of band or an artist i don't really know i only know papa roach because uh again i hung around white oh yes white absolutely. suburban kids but anyway, so treat so shout out to I that video. Spicy. So yes. shout out to that video uh, for just being a shout out for the culture and just something I saw. But Shatrice, my question to you is, what is the whitest of whitest uh, songs that gets you hype? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. It's Jason Aldean and Kelly Clarkson. Don't you want to stay? Oh my gosh, that fucking duet. Oh my gosh, it gets me every time. Oh, okay. I might have to check that out. It's like, yes. it's like a little love song. Oh, I used to blast that, honey, going down the highways and byways <laughs> in Tennessee for all the wrong people. Oh, okay. Lord. I used to be like, don't you want to stay here a little while? Woo! Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that be- uh, I'm trying <laughs> to think what it is for me. Okay, yeah, what's so your song? It, when I first saw this video, <laughs> it instantly made me think of the wedding that I went to a couple of weeks ago with my friend mm-hmm. uh, Carly. Um but Blink-182, any song from Blink-182 gets me going because they played a song <laughs> of that at the reception. And it's usually like, uh, I think it's First Date is what usually plays at weddings or one of those songs. But yeah, uh-huh. I think Blink-182 is like probably very much <laughs> a thing that I get into. Oh, now I will say like, with questions and videos like this, I love reading the comments because people will come up with all these yes, things I yes, have to talk yes. about. And I will say, panic at the motherfucking disco. Oh, yeah. Also, shut it down every time. I'm like, they, oh my gosh, panic at the disco is so good. Shout out for the call, Shatrice. One of the things I did not tell you that I've been doing um, as uh-huh. part of what I've been up to this week that I've been off, I am watching the Fast and no, the Furious series. No, stop it! All stop nine it. movies. Stop um, it! Yes, yeah, so I am on movie seven today. Okay. Uh, I've been doing that since Friday. So Friday, okay. yeah. Okay, on a day. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but to me, shout out for the culture of Fast and the Furious because rewatching it, I mean, I'm getting all kinds of laughs, but really have appreciated (laughs) how multicultural the cast is and I think in ways that's very I know that's very interesting Mm -hmm. so like so I'm not a part of the fast fam I'm sure there's no surprise Uh there um but I know that like the rock who is always super richly ambiguous in every movie um and Tyrese Tyrese who's the the main character well Vin Diesel who I think um I think he's biracial. Um he's something. He's something. And so yeah, I mean, 
Then there's Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but kind of like of the main people, like sure, the, main, sure, sure. the main five or whatever we'll call them. Like, I mean, there's only really one white person, which is Brian, Paul Walker. Is that Paul Walker? That's Paul Walker. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So, but yeah, I am just having all <laughs> kinds of laughs watching The Fast and the Furious. Do um, you feel like you're becoming a part of the family? Do you get the no, hype oh, wait, now? Oh, no, Shatrice, I'm sorry. I there's something you don't know about me i love the fast and the furious series like that's a thing I like you've have... always loved this yes they're one of my Stop favorite it! pieces of movies oh, are, you I... are you kidding <laughs> i'm not kidding you at all like i saw six oh. and seven movie six and seven in uh-huh. the movie theaters oh. and it's one of those movies that i mean I, you if it's on the tv i'm gonna watch it but yeah i love sure. the fast and the furious films <laughs> as i told bay it's the only oh. like mask for mask thing about me that i yes! love fast and the furious but i don't know there's just something about family and that's just like what? all the focus of these films but anyway, so yeah, I watched six and I watched seven in in the in the movie theaters. theaters. Yeah, but yeah. So surprised. <laughs> so I, I'm rewatching them because I was like, it was just a thing that I wanted to do, and I was like, I'm gonna do okay. it. Okay. And good for you. <laughs> but my only complaint, and then uh, we can move on. My only complaint is that you cannot get all the movies for free on various streaming platforms oh. they're not even available on the same one like there's a couple on hbo max there's a couple over here <laughs> so um let me tell you if you are looking for dvds four five six no sorry five six seven and eight you cannot find them in my local public library district because <laughs> I drove around to three public libraries <laughs> to get all those movies yes! in DVD format. I so, and because of that, I needed to open up a library card because I am dedicated to watching one of them a day, except for today. So we'll have to watch two tomorrow. But let me tell you that. Yep, yep, yep. So cuties, we're finally here. Um, cuties, our main topic today, I, w- I saw this really cute um, movie with Spicy White a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, that would be cute to talk about on the podcast because it's it's a Christmas rom-com type situation, lighthearted film. But it definitely takes some modern twists and turns that you I hadn't seen in any other Christmas movies. And so Spoiler alert now, we're going to be talking about the whole movie. So, you know, if you haven't seen the movie Love Hard on Netflix, then go watch it and then come back. But anyway, so yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about the movie Love Hard. And so here's kind of a little synopsis here. So main character, Natalie Bauer, is a dating column writer based in LA who documents her disastrous dates she meets via a dating app. The dating app is called, what is it, Flirt Alert, which I thought that was very cute. (laughs) Um, after deciding to expand the app's search radius, Natalie matches with a man named Josh Lynn and forms a strong connection to him through many long phone calls, even overnight sometimes. She she decides to travel to his hometown in New York, Lake Placid to be exact, to surprise him for Christmas, promising her boss that she will, that this will end uh, her dating disasters. However, she soon discovers that she's been catfished by Josh who was who used another man's pictures. Natalie is angry, but then learns that the man whose pictures Josh used, his name is Tag Abbott, and he happens to live in the same town as Josh. Um, Josh, a former friend of Tag, offers to set them up if she pretends to be his girlfriend for the holidays. And of course, Natalie agrees to stay with the Lynn family and play along as his girlfriend while Josh sets her up with tag. So that's, I mean, this all that, all the ingredients of a holiday rom com. So it's like there's a big risk, yep. a big, a grand gesture, if you will. There's lies in a mix up. There's a coordinated plan because, like, they're getting their ish together. And of course, I love the rom coms with the writer with the deadline for <laughs> a juicy story. I'm like, of course, of course, because why else? So, yeah, so I'll stop there. Louise, you watched the movie, yes? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I was like, there's the small chance. Can confirm. No, no, be yes, no. Yes. Okay. What are, what were your kind of overall thoughts? Did you like the movie? Did you hate it? Like somewhere in between? Um, so I think if I had to give like a something out of 10, somewhere sure. between a 6.5 to 7 mm-hmm. out of 10. Okay. Um, for me, I really liked the writing. I thought the writing was really um, funny and witty. Um, mm-hmm. I know, Josh, or no, I'm sorry. Um, the act, what's the name of the actor who plays Josh? Josh is played by Jimmy. Jimmy O. Uh, Park. I think it's Jimmy, Jimmy O. Jimmy O. Yang. Jimmy, Jimmy o, o. Yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy O. Yang, I'm aware of him as like a comedian. I've seen him guest star oh, on the okay. podcast. Okay. Um, and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know how much he, as a comedian, had involvement in the writing of it. But mm-hmm. I, I liked the the banter and the funny jokes. I think for me, it would have received like a higher score because I think an mm-hmm. opportunity to make a social commentary or make some kind of something about dating um, mm-hmm. was it was really available and they just didn't take it because I was like, mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about in this podcast before the statistics are out there that uh, Asian men and black mm-hmm. women are the least mm-hmm. desirable amongst dating apps. And so mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. Like why, like this, this character could have been any type of culture and you switch out certain characters um for that culture and the story still makes sense um the way that it's oh written. oh yeah whereas really like jason's um no i'm sorry josh's like asian identity is not really talked like about centered. like centered mm-hmm. or talked about in any specific way like the mm-hmm. only time it really comes up is maybe three times four times i need i'd be really interesting to count how many times the words like asian or asian american are said but it's i've heard chinese once right and so i think for me again an opportunity to make some kind of social commentary on dating was there or like even a line right even a percentage even something mm-hmm. even something something I just I felt that was lost a little bit well and I, I mean I think that's a good point because I like obviously that's what I was thinking about I mean we've talked about this we're basically halfway to being dating experts ourselves so like I'm thinking about the statistics I was like oh how interesting they choose an Asian man but I love seeing that diversity of like an Asian man and not I don't know how to say this. Well, but, well, no, I'll say it. Basically, Josh's brother is the typical Asian man you would see starring in any type of romantic situation. Like he's a very like buff, like strapping, like, I don't know, no accent at all. Like just, mm-hmm. I guess like a little Eurocentric, if that makes any sense Oh, totally. No, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And whereas Josh has like more prominent Asian features, I guess I could say. And so I was glad that like he was the main character as opposed to just another hot Asian guy or whatever. But I think they're the main point that the writers or the casting directors were trying to make was that like, he's a, he's just a quote unquote unattractive guy that people wouldn't generally be interested in. Right, right. Because are we supposed to believe that um, Tag, Darren Barnett, is he Asian? I was like, well, but I think hmm. the, one of the other things I also really appreciate that was a strong suit is I appreciated um, Josh's relationship and moment with his dad at the end when Josh talks mm. about what he really wants to do. And I thought, wow, like what a really wonderful way to show like a healthy, like to show like healthy masculinities and like a father son mm-hmm. relationship. You gave the movie a 6.5 slash 7 out of 10. I would give it. And a 7.5 to 8 because honestly homegirl was super annoying like I, I didn't <laughs> know that I really liked what was her name Natalie her Natalie. her real name is like Nicolina da, da, da. I looked up her hair just too because I was like I think I think it's starting an Asian guy and a white girl so she's Bul- Bulgarian okay and um and well she's from Canada I don't know that being Canadian is like a thing it's a nationality it's an but like her, what am I trying to think of? Like, yeah, she was born in Canada, but I, her family, like her whole name is Nicolina Kamanova Dobreva. Okay. <laughs> so it's like full, I think she's just full on Bulgarian and then like lived in, like oh, was born uh-huh, and raised uh-huh. in Canada. Does that make sense? Gotcha. No, no, um, no. So anyway, so she was annoying as shit. Cause I'm like, how are you going to be out here 
doing the same thing mm -hmm. that Josh did, but in person. And does that make it worse? I'm not sure. But overall, it was cute. I thought, you know, the wittiness of the Baby It's Cold Outside remix. I was like, there is no way in hell anyone could freestyle this. But okay, sure. Um, <laughs> but I liked it. I It made me wonder if it was available on streaming. And I still have to go back. <laughs> Yes, is is much less rapey than the actual song. But yeah, I just had a couple points here that I was going to ask you about okay. um, based on the plot of the film. So obviously this whole thing kicks off because Natalie is doing online dating and her friend is like, girl, you're not meeting anyone because you want to date everyone within a five minute radius or five right. mile radius. Expand your horizons. And she goes, she just expands for all there is to expand. She basically expands to the other side of the country, right? She's in yes, LA. He's in New miles. York. Yes. I think homegirl was like expanded to a hundred miles, not 3000, but whatever. <laughs> so here we are. And they are like in it. And I don't know if it's because of the holidays and they feel so extra connected, but like my question for you is how far uh, or deep should a virtual, an exclusively virtual text relationship go? Text-based phone call, no seeing, no dates, no sleep. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think virtual relationships, virtual relationships, to me, don't always have to be that deep, but I also get the extra protection you might have and being really vulnerable to a stranger because you haven't mm -hmm. met with them and so there's mm -hmm. like a low risk of maybe getting hurt I don't know okay well that I think that's like an interesting perspective to take on it because for me for me I'm generally like if we haven't met in yeah. real life it's not real like so yeah. this doesn't like I would never find myself going from being single to in a relationship with someone I had met personally. And that's just my right, right. own later millennial like thing. You, well, like, I'm you not... wouldn't live out you wouldn't live out the story arc of most catfish the TV show stories, right? Like these oh, yeah, no. relationships <laughs> with people they've never had a chance to talk to in person. Uh, exactly. Or talk to like face to face or face to face. See other, you see each other's face. Yeah, because they they um Josh and Natalie didn't even FaceTime. She right. was like, okay, well, he sent me the one picture, so it's all good. Um, but it did make me think about like this last these last couple of years we've been in, and that has happened. Because if you recall, like at the beginning of the pandemic, Tinder and a bunch of other dating sites were like, Oh, we're gonna like it's gonna be open access to anyone on the app. Like, if you want to date someone who's like across the the pond across the globe across the country or street like you have that option to date globally or to talk with people globally and I like I was still single for a decent part mm -hmm, of the pand mm -hmm. pandemic well in 2020 yeah in 2020 but I was like no because like I guess it's my futuristic mind I'm like because then what happens when we get out of this I'm gonna be traveling to Germany to like come see you like you're gonna come yeah. over here I just feel like I'm setting myself up to be a part of the 90 day fiance cast and I don't think <laughs> I want that for right. my life um but I'm curious if you were single would you have expanded your dating reach during the pandemic oh um I think so out <laughs> of curiosity but like mm -hmm. I don't know I think I, I think maybe early on in the pandemic we're like oh this will be over in two months like sure because like there's an end to my isolation period so I sure. guess if I want to meet with someone then you know I I can because I know COVID isolation will be over soon but mm -hmm. honestly I probably would have only kept it for that long for that first like hope of like, okay, this will all be over in two months. But once we would have gone further on to the pandemic, I'm like, I, I know what my summer 2020 was. I was just trying to survive. And so, yes. uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think beyond a couple of months of being really in it, I think I would have just brought it closer and maybe had what we had talked about before, like people doing like park dates or outdoor dates. Right. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's real. Um, and like I said, I I just didn't do it at all because I was like, well, I'm not unlike this character, Natalie. I didn't have enough frequent flyer miles <laughs> to go, yes, to go yes. gallivanting yes, across yes. the way, which is ultimately what she ends up doing. And so kind of, again, in that rom-com 
recipe of having like the grand gestures and the big leaps, she decides based off of their, we don't even really know how long they're like doing this phone relationship um, or conversations and stuff back and forth. Was I it? I think two weeks was some. It was just two fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Josh when she, when she arrives has so something to the effect that indicates that it's only been that it's been like a short amount of time, like shorter than you realize. Like, oh, y'all just started. Talking oh to my god! Not even a month ago, you're ready to like go visit and travel. Halfway, uh, not even halfway, just travel across the whole country to. Sleep. Yeah, well, because I was like, surely I was like when they were getting into the thick well into the what I thought was the thick of it I was like oh this must be like a montage so it's probably like a few weeks here a few weeks there okay great so 14 days (laughs) I was like that feels like a lot but you know what she was in it to win it and do you think there would ever be a situation where that would be a good idea to surprise your virtual boyfriend partner lover no I don't because you want to meet them yeah (laughs) No, because I no. need someone to come pick me up. So I would have to communicate with you so you can pick me up. Well, let me tell you something. That was like when I first watched it, like usually when Spicy White and I are like watching the movie, we're maybe like finishing dinner or doing something. So I wasn't really, I didn't pay that much attention to it. And I was like, uh, I thought he had invited her. And I was like, why the fuck is he not picking her up? Like, because yeah. I was like, what was his end goal? If you invited someone to come see you and that's not your face, like what was the, and I was like, oh, that makes way more sense that she like, I mean, it doesn't, but it makes more sense that she surprised him because why would he, who's catfishing her, do that? But right. yeah, I, I, I will well, say. And, and, they do, and they do have a moment where they talk about, I think she says like, it would be, I wish you were here for Christmas or I wish uh-huh. we could see each other. And he, one of them. He I, reciprocates. He said, and said, yeah, that would be cool. And she took yeah. that as a whole invitation. A whole invitation to bring your ass 3,000 miles to meet me without me even telling you where I live. I think it was just such a small town that like the stoner Uber driver was like, oh, you're trying to go to so-and-so's house. I'll take you there. I can't. They made it seem like Lake, so Lake Placid, New York, which I think is a real yes. place. They made it seem like Lake Placid, New York was basically like, what was that Ryan Reynolds and... um Oh, Sandra Bullock, not Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah, maybe, yeah, Sandra Bullock. That right proposal, Reynolds, the proposal. Or they made it seem like that Lake Placid was just as small as like that village where you had to like maybe have like ten people or only had like ten houses in it. They made it seem so <laughs> small, and I was like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that small. It. I'm confident that it probably isn't that small like because I think that's like always like that's also mm, that's part of the Christmas rom-com recipe too of having a very small town where everyone kind of knows each other and all of that yes. good stuff too um but yeah I so <laughs> I was giggling because I was like oh shit as someone who has tried to um, <gasps> surprise people well well as okay. someone who has tried to, well, yes, and someone who has tried to like coerce a an address out of somebody. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you would have had to, like, you would have had to have gotten his address in real life. Like, no one's not gonna just, no one's gonna just send you to his. <laughs> and let me tell you how hard it is to try to like get someone to just volunteer their address. <laughs> It's very challenging. Um, but So I'm glad I guess she didn't have to go through that. <laughs> but okay. So then she gets there. She realizes what's happening, right? Josh's cat. Well, first of all, I was like, he, she pulls up. It's clearly a family home. I think my first thought would have been like, is he married? Like, I don't like, it just seemed, <laughs> oh, it seemed yes, like yes, more yes. than a house yes. for like a single young yes. man would have, uh-huh. right? Um, but then like, here's the family. And like, this girl is like, literally like going in like, oh, like we're more than friends. I'm like, how about you meet him first, girl? And stop telling his Mima and them that y'all are like, <laughs> that y'all are lovers and besties and have been together. Like, it just felt, she was getting extremely comfortable, extremely quickly, yeah. but you know what? But do you, but do you think at some point, maybe that's when she started processing maybe a little bit of how wild it was <laughs> that she was really doing or mm-hmm. that it was wild what she was really doing. 
Yes. I mean, I, I have to imagine. And I mean, the funny thing is like, which I don't think I would have picked up on this. Like the family was so genuinely surprised by her hotness and like that she was interested in their son <laughs> that like, it's, it seems like it could have been picked up of like, are you sure you're at the right place? But like there, if she thinks she's talking to the right person, there's no reason. So then my question for you is Josh comes out and is Josh is not tagged. So do you think Josh is a bad guy for quote unquote accidentally catfishing Natalie? Because he said it started as an experiment. Yeah. So I think for me, prior to not knowing it was an experiment, I would say, yes, he's a bad guy for catfishing, period. Because at some yeah. point, like, you know you have to disclose who you are. Or... Yeah. I feel like you just have to know how close this is getting. Like, for me, when they uh, started sending hearts to each other, like, that was great last night or whatever, like, they were saying. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I think once they Stay on the phone all right, night. Right, And then they start using hearts to each other. Like, ooh, that's when you probably know this is, once you send that heart, it's real. You know, lots of It's real, dollars, honey. Emojis coming emoji. out. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but you know what's interesting? I really related to Josh doing this as an experiment because mm-hmm. it is such a blow to the self-esteem when you are when you are just not successful in online dating you're wondering like wow is something really wrong with me and I really related to that because I also one time started I also one time on one of these like hookup apps before I started dating someone I like had not even like a catfish account but truly just a I guess it was like a catfish account, but basically I was like, I really just want to see how many people would DM me. And I saw the difference in that. And I was like, oh, oh my land. And so it just reinforces oh. this idea of like how undesirable you feel. Right. And so once. So Josh... I will skip the question, the follow up question of would you ever do this? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. So once Josh revealed why he had set up that account. I yeah. got it right. Like I understood why. Like he wasn't intentionally setting out to catfish. Yeah. But again, you feel when things might be getting a little bit too real with someone, and you're like, "Wow, you seem just really excited about me in a way that seems." Well, actually, I would say that seems off to me, but really, what I mean is like, it, I'm not ready for it to be at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and so I also was like, he ain't shit. And he still ain't shit because he wasn't ever really all that apologetic about it. But I guess his point was that like, but you only swipe because he thought it was like this hot guy. And so like everyone's in their feelings and right. all the things. Um, but I, I was like, well, I wouldn't have minded if it was an experiment for you to see kind of what you just articulated. Mm-hmm. And then you Stop. Like you realize you got 85 matches in a and day. You don't and respond like, and you don't respond to any of them. And that's kind of what yeah. I did was when I set up a, I was like, oh, okay. I'm not gonna nope. Like this, I'm not like, gonna this I, could I stop. Turn this, yeah. This could spiral out of control real quick. And we don't need those problems. Maybe that's an additional perspective that I hadn't considered that not oh. all catfishers mean to start off as yeah. catfishers necessarily. Well, yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I think it's interesting because like who, what is the end game for catfishers is something I just never really thought about because in our popular culture, it's like, especially with the show catfish, it's kind of revolved around <laughs> revenge sometimes, maybe more than not. So An exposure. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, so you, wait, you're saying that show made it about revenge from the catfish's perspective or from <laughs> the fishy? The fisher's perspective. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I just, I guess, I don't know that they even think it all the way through. I think they're like, this is giving me some high, some satisfaction, excuse me, some attention, some something, because like he even says later in the movie, he's like, that was me the whole time. Like, even though that wasn't my picture, like it was still me. Um, and you were into me, like you came here for me, not for this other guy though that you know that gets complicated because it's like well yeah it was you but ah your face is so different (laughs) (laughs) but but yes um and so I just think 
I like if there was a way that I like we had a p- official parliament on dating. I think I would make catfishing illegal. Like you will be punished to the fullest extent. Of the law because it's just so nasty and it just doesn't end well for anyone except for in this movie, of course, because it has to have a nice little ending. Yes. Yep, yep, it yep. has to work. But but on its way to attempting to work, they do, they being Josh and Natalie, come together and put this plan together. And I'm curious on your thoughts of the plan. So basically, Natalie, Josh is going to agree to set Natalie up with Tag because plot twist, Tag is in town. Like Tag is a real person who's in town, which I was like. I was kind of surprised by that. I really didn't think, because I was like, how did, I guess nowadays it's so easy to like use, just get a pull photo. someone's photo from someone. But yeah. I was like, that was, that was a little bit, that was a very interesting plot twist. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I was like, oh damn, he is literally real. He's right there. So, so Josh is like, you know what? Fine. I will help set you up with Josh, but at the same time, you got to still pretend to be my girlfriend at home. And then he goes as far as to introduce Natalie to tag as his cousin, which I was like, she's Bulgarian and you're Chinese, but sure, whatever. Um, But I'm like, you dumbass, (laughs) like just introduce her as a family friend. Like, cause there's just no reason for y'all to be family especially when on the flip side of things y'all are pretending to be together and so right. yeah what did you think about their whole little uh home alone plot <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of the proposal very much like okay we're gonna lie um just to get you through this and uh-huh. what have you but then it gave this additional layer of like introducing tag and then like the web started to get really complicated really quickly in a way Super that quick. I don't know. It kind of seems like they thought, oh, this would be a really fun course of action. And they kind of Mm -hmm. built a story around it. Mm -hmm. But it just seemed a little, it seemed a little off to me. It just, it it didn't fit. (laughs) Yeah, I just had no reason. There's no reason to believe that they were cousins. It just seemed extra, especially when you are asking her to be your girlfriend on the side. Like it just, it doesn't feel like a a recipe for success. I don't know why I keep saying recipe. Recipes (laughs) for success. But it doesn't feel like a recipe. All the baking you've been doing. All the baking. There's so many recipes floating in my head. I can only speak, and I've been watching so many baking shows. I can only speak in fucking baker chef lingo. Um, But but anywho, yes. And so, but then of course we quickly find out. Not only is she okay with like (laughs) this whole situation and kind of lying, she has basically nothing in common with the tag character i i thought like they would fake it and they actually would be together but like no girl you were straight lying here's here's your favorite book i'm reading at this right everything outdoor store yeah everything outdoor (laughs) store which Which i I thought was a funnier (laughs) joke later along (laughs) in the movie i thought that was like just a a way to be punny about Josh liking the outdoors. Oh, and that's like part yes. of the name of the business. Like I thought yes. that was, I was like, I that was wait a second. That was hilarious. And I I will say I did appreciate, I think you said this earlier that basically any of the characters could have been swapped out for any other like ethnicities or whatever. Because I'm like, when have I ever seen like an Asian family depicted in the way that they are business owners of an outdoor store specifically? Yeah, kinda- I was like, I appreciate that. So Natalie, as she's trying to fake her way into a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. with Tag, is also helping Josh with his family. Because then we get introduced to his older brother, who is like creepy (laughs) and extra doing the most for no reason. Kind of very bro-y. Yeah, very so broy. He thought when he met her, they were about to have another intervention on him, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I was like, "What were they intervening on?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, is she here for an intervention?" No, she's Josh's girlfriend. Yeah. And so he, but I actually, what I didn't mind about the brother and his obnoxiousness was his wife's willingness to be on board with this bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when she hung that. Um, when she hung that star on that tree and he was like, you know, man, that shit is crooked or whatever. <laughs> and his wife was like, yeah, it's so crooked. <laughs> I was just like, 
you know what? I just love when couples support each other. Yeah, she's like, I <laughs> so, am gonna ride or die for this. Yes, family. yeah, yes, I support it wholeheartedly. Um, but you know, he, I, I mean, I think the whole point is that he was supposed to come together with his family. He had a candle making situation that I was like, you know, as a candle lover, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I kind of <laughs> wish I could make my own candles, but I'm not invested in having more crafts around right, right. my house. So like, I'll leave that to them. But yeah, like he uh, has this like meaningful convo with his dad and how he doesn't want to be at the store. Um in an attempt to one up his brother, he proposes. And then this is one thing I thought about. I was like, don't you ever surprise me with an engagement party. This just goes out to who all, all listening. Um, because I love the moment walked, you look directly at the camera when you say that. <laughs> I just want you to know. Um, because she walked in as if she had just truly walked off the streets, like truly yeah. just came from camping. And y'all want to turn this into my engagement party. And yeah. then you invited all these people that you know, I don't know these people. And now I got to like meet my boy, my, hmm, my love interest. Well, oh, love, my uh, love uh, interest parent, because even his tag's parents were there. So she's yeah. meeting his parents. While also trying to be engaged, while also it was like a lot. And honestly, I kind of thought she was gonna keep the lie going when she got a bit. <laughs> no, I was just like, something's big is coming. I don't know what, but I literally thought she was gonna like be so vague enough to where like she's talking about Josh, she's talking uh, about Jack, uh -huh, and uh -huh, nobody uh -huh. knows. I was waiting for the lies to continue, but finally, alas, she comes, she tells the truth. Which I'm like, why are you gonna try to lie for this guy you don't even like? Because when they did that kiss in the car, it was like, could you, okay. My question to you is, could you read it on her face that she didn't feel it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she acted that. Nicolina acted that very well because <laughs> yeah. I was like, and but then they were like, oh, we have a we we're okay, great. We had a great time. But then I thought about this. I'm like, would you still date? Would you continue to date someone? because of their hotness or perhaps because of your um, article's deadline. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything for a quick, no, not anything, anything for a dollar and getting me paid, sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll stick it out, honey. This is, what is that? What's that movie with Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey, like 10 first Godzilla? dates? Or oh. <laughs> Bitch, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> yes, yes. I was thinking of Godzilla starring Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker and Matthew <laughs> Oh, I confused him for her actual <laughs> husband. <laughs> Matthew, what's, not um, Broderick, what's his name? I can't remember. Yeah, no, I think it's like Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Was he in Godzilla? Yes, her, okay. Sarah, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker's husband. Actual I husband. think okay. they're still together. Yeah, actual husband yeah. was in Godzilla. Okay, fun fact, cutie. <laughs> yes, anyway, um, they basically did their, it made me think of that Drew Barrymore show, not Drew, um, that Drew Barrymore movie, that Sarah Jessica Parker movie. Basically every movie from the late 90s was like this lovely plot here. Cause doesn't she, oh, spoiler, doesn't she end up at the end with Josh? Yes. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's- Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I would because they do that. They look. do that scene of the movie. Oh they yeah, watch with the grandma. From, yes, 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 yes. Because let me tell you something though. Because they had already lost her like luggage and stuff like that. I would have taken one look at this house, this family, this man who lied, and I would have got myself right back on the plane. Like oh, I would. Yes. Not <laughs> like, well, about your clothes. Like oh no. I'm not staying here. She's literally staying in this basement with this man. She does not, even if he wasn't catfishing her, like it's still like a little bit much, like maybe get a hotel sis and meet him at the movie theater. Like, she oh really yes. yes, 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 yes. I did not think that she was going to stay with him. Like stay with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very, <laughs> she was ready to go all in. Yes. And it's so funny. Cause I feel like most, um, for most like 
movies like this that involve a family, the family's like, no, Chester, you have to stay upstairs and Hillary's downstairs in the basement. But I love that his family's like, honey, we're just so happy he found somebody that- Right, you do what you you want. You can do what you need to do, get it in, whatever. But yes, overall, I think the movie was super cute. I would recommend you watch it, something lighthearted. Louise, tell us, tell me in the cuties, what are your takeaways from the movie Love Heart, which BT dubs her, I think it was called that because her favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard and Spicy White just made me oh, watch Die Hard. And okay. I, I'm i on the camp of Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Like okay. it's a movie okay. that's hot set take, during Christmas. Take. Is not, it's a, Christmas not a Christmas movie. movie. Okay. Wait, do we talk about this? Do you think Harry oh, did Potter? We finish, no, 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 no. Uh, do okay. we talk about what I'm about to say? Did the <laughs> are the Harry Potter movies to you now that you've seen them in your opinion holiday movies, Christmas? Movies? I've seen all of them. Yeah, I don't understand why they come on during Christmas either. I'm like, they literally have a winter break as right. they like have other breaks and, really, and shit. And, and the really, movie is so it's... fucking long. Christmas is not a star in <laughs> this movie. <laughs> And really the first movie is the only one where you see like a lot of snow and there's an actual scene with like Christmas name. Yeah. I was like, there's like winter break, but they're going through the whole like academic year. And that's just a part of it. But like, um, but yes, Louise, what are your takeaways about the movie Love Heart? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you for doing that intel work of Die Hard and whether or not it's a Christmas movie. Um, yes. I think for me, my major takeaway, and I'll come back to what I said, is I really thought based off of what I saw the actual plot end up being, that it was going to be much mm-hmm. more of a social social commentary on like the politics of dating, the race politics of dating. Um, oh, yeah. And no. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, really, I really thought it was. And so I think for me, I was like, I'm just going to take away that it's a missed opportunity um, <laughs> for them to not have talked about it. Cool. What about you? What are your major takeaways? Okay. So my major takeaway is that even though this movie ended well for a catfisher, I would like to still encourage everyone to never catfish anyone. Um, And I think I, okay. So I guess like a bigger takeaway for me is like, how much do you feel like you need to fake the funk to like be interested in somebody? And if it is a lot and probably if it is, even a little, you might want to like ask yourself some tough questions. Like this girl is like seriously afraid of fucking heights and she's over here climbing a little wall and like having to be coached through just so she can show this guy that she likes, that she can do the things that he likes. She's a vegetarian. She goes to a steakhouse with them. I'm like, Mm -hmm. sis, like at what point? And then I'm like, what's your end game? What's the end goal? Because this is not sustainable. It has to just be for this juicy article that you're going to write because (laughs) there's nothing that can really like come of this. Y'all are so different. And I'm like, for you to be this hot, generally speaking, I really feel like this is not an issue that you should be experiencing. (laughs) Like, I feel like, you know, good and well, you could find somebody, but hotness aside. Yeah. I think you got to really figure out what it is, who you are, what it is you like, who you want to show up as you want to show up as your best self but you want to still show up as yourself and not be so willing to like change everything about you Mm -hmm. to impress somebody like someone will love you for you because let me tell you as someone as someone who allegedly toots in her sleep um (laughs) and my spicy white man has pointed this out he is still ride or die and that has not scared him away and not that there's anything I could do when I'm unconscious anyway but you know (laughs) I'm like I'm just gonna be myself and sometimes that's scary but I Mm -hmm. think is the bravest, best thing that you can do is the moral of the story. There we go. I got there. <laughs> you got there. You got us to the end. You got us to the end. Yes. Well, Louise, I'm super um, excited that we were able to come together this one last time for season five in 2021. Um, is there any like final well wishes you want to leave with the cuties or thoughts for 2022? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... I am so glad to have made it through 2022. No, wait, sorry, 2021. No, I didn't even start at that. You're right, yes. yes. I'm so glad to have made it through 2021. And yes. so just wishing everyone uh, a good time of reflection and intention setting for the new year. Ooh, 
yes. Um, I hope that if you do any gift exchanges, that they all come with gift receipts yes. just in case, <laughs> um, because we love to, you love a good gift receipt. And I don't know, I hope that you do the things that make you happy. If it's taking a break, if it's being in love, if it's going on a little trip, just do the things that make you happy. Follow happiness. Oh my gosh, follow happiness was my little message to the Aww. baby whose first birthday it was. Aww. We did little time capsule notes. Uh-huh. And so she's going to read them when she's 18. And that was what I wow. said. Follow happiness, Aww. like do what makes you happy. And so that is my message for everyone. I'm, I'm, I don't know. This might be a little preemptive, but I'm rooting for 2022. I'm rooting for 2022. It's got to be. It has to be. It's got to be. Like, I feel like we're going to keep doing different variations of this COVID. So like, and we'll just figure it out. But like 2022, come on, girl. We believe in you and we're rooting for you. We are rooting for you. We are rooting for you. So yes, all right. In the meantime, in between time, New Year time, have a great holiday season. Happy New Year and be sure to keep it cute and court with confidence. Bye. Bye. Hey, Courting Cuties. Thanks for listening to another episode of Courting in Color. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Court in Color. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-C-O-L-O-R. Or head on over to our website at courtingincolor.com. That's courtingincolor.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Court dismissed. Bye. Bye.